on this episode of the AIE podcast. We have AIE BlizzCon news. Hey, Ted, are you ready for that Legion pre-patch? Yes, yes, <laughs> I am. <laughs> Help us decide the Final Fantasy XIV action buffs. We have Captain Sybil's Star Trek online updates. And Cyrene and Gusty Tail are here to talk about the Summer of Love. Yay! All that and more coming up now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 257, 257 of the podcast celebrating you, the Aaliyah Okta S gaming community. The die has been podcast. This is McCalla, and there's a chocolate chip pound cake, a German chocolate cake, an angel food cake in the guild kitchen. Hey, Ted, remind me to start that carrot cake when we're done here. Yeah. <laughs> and to my left is Sammy. I'm going to have inventory space on Tuesday. Yay! <laughs> this week, we're joined by our very special guests, Cyrene and Gusty Tail, who are here to talk about talk to us about AIE and WoW, and specifically, the Summer of Love. Welcome, ladies. Hello. So, it's been a busy week. Everyone's getting ready for that pre-patch. Um, Gusty Tail, what have you been up to, in or out of game? Well, out of game... I've been doing Pokemon Go, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> like millions of other people, and I've been, I'm a little, I'm pleased and a little embarrassed that it's, this game has gotten me to do the things that I would not do for myself that are good things, like walking, walking, and investigating local landmarks and, and all that kind of stuff, and I just do uh, really want to remind everyone who enjoys Pokemon Go that there is no <laughs> achievement for a Darwin Award, so like, watch where you're going. <laughs> that is a great reminder. So, what have you been doing in game lately? In game, I am furiously trying to level a rogue because the class hall looks really cool, and also getting tons of pet charms because uh, I really love battle pets. Awesome. Yeah, Seventeen hundred is the magic number. Mm -hmm. Nice. That is impressive. Sai, what have you been in? Up to, into, or out of game, my dear? Um, well, we just had our family's 4th of July uh, weekend spectacular. and they Shenanigans. Did the, <laughs> they did the slip and slide again, so that was cool. fantastic. Uh, if you guys haven't seen the videos on Facebook and stuff, uh, they put, like, rubber roofing down 100 Crazy. foot down the side of the hill and use, like, this massive pump to pump water out of the lake, and it's a slip and slide that goes all the way down to the lake. It's crazy. Um, but it's a lot of fun. <laughs> and um, I've been to your mom's property. That is a great place, too. I have a big shindig. Yeah. And uh, and uh, coming up with Summer of Love is uh, kind of nice for a wedding anniversary. So, yay! Yes, it is. August 2nd? 8th. 8th, 8th. Oh, wow. Okay, yes. Okay. Yep. Awesome. So, yeah, that's Very that's cool. the out of game stuff. Yes. Yep. What about in game? My 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 oldest hordling is going to be a freshman in high school. So wow. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm yeah. I hear you. We're, so we're right there with you. Yep. 
Yeah, it's um, terrifying, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, just a little bit. And then he'll be 15, and then I'll be driving, and I'll be like, oh, my God, don't wreck my no, car. No, no, no it's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> one, one thing at a time, one thing at a time. One thing. Let's start high school first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, in-game, we've just been cleaning up a lot of uh, stuff on heroics and doing sub-raid achievements and stuff. Uh, we've actually started as DOA. So we don't burn ourselves out with a pre-patch. We've decided that we're going backwards in time. Um, oh, so nice. We're actually hitting every single raid. Uh, we started with Hellfire, and then we did Blackrock and High Mall and Siege of Ogremar, uh last night. So we're we're going backwards in time. <laughs> awesome. Nice, nice. So just kind of a fun little thing to do to keep the team together and not burn ourselves out waiting for Legion to drop and stuff. So. Good idea. There's some nice um, mog in there too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Some Especially stuff. for people who didn't actually read it at level, they never got a chance to get any of it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, Chet, what have you been doing in or out of game? Oh, trying to get the guild prepared for Legion. Shojo, I think, is either attacking the guild banks today is done or is in process of it because she's got to go through and look at all the profession mats that we've got in there that are going to turn to cinder on Tuesday and she wants to get rid of those while they're still valuable. Um, All that sort of thing. Uh, Went through cleaning up my garrisons, trying to... uh, Oh yeah, I think... uh, What did I do? I did find out those armaments mean nothing Nothing. in Legion. Yeah, Yeah, just get get rid of them. Well, I I was selling them. I mean, I still need to level up some of my followers, but um, I figure more are going to drop, and since they're not going to be worth much to sell, go for it. go for it now. Yeah, they're selling for like cheap silver on the beta compared to the gold that they're selling for now. Yeah, and I've actually been going through and taking all my garrison resources uh, and trading them for the bags of um, gold. If I have a um, trading post, because uh, every you know the treasure missions are going to reward award resources now, so I'll rebuild that fast. But yeah, no, I was I was taking the bloods and trading them in for the bloody gold, bloody sack of gold, which is worth fifty gold now, and I think I went through about two hundred and forty of those, so that was a good time. Um, also helped McCullough. We looked at what she needs to achieve flying because she didn't. Um, she kind of dropped out raiding and everything else, and we never got her flying. Um, she just needs the to explore two areas, finish Lore Master in the Grand, and then do the hundred treasures, which will be dead simple. So she's almost there. We just we bought medallions on the auction house for mm-hmm. the reputation stuff. So we didn't have to grind it. It's like, Nope, they're, they were going for, I think I found they were going for like under 2000. They were like 1500 to 3000 last night at midnight. So I just grabbed a bunch and power leveled her. Much so, easier. <laughs> yeah. No, it's much easier than sitting there and grinding and doing the dailies. Um, other than that, the, the rating, we stopped raiding Hellfire, kind of waiting for the patch. So we've been doing the same thing. So we went back to Alduar and ICC to get achievements for people and to get transmog stuff. So we did all that. Other yeah. than that, 
I'm trying to think. We just uh, just basically going through my inventory, looking at okay, what can I sell? What can I not sell? You know, that sort of thing. Just getting ready. I think I have maybe maybe ten gold, ten bag slots left on Tet right now. It's like ah, oh, this is all going to be good. Back space soon. Yeah. the The only thing I will say is, if an item, if you capture the appearance of an item. Remember, it's only capturing the appearance of that item. So like the Headless Horseman's Helm, you'll still want to keep it because the Appearance tab only captures the look of the helm. It doesn't, the, the it doesn't, capture, the on, yeah, it doesn't capture the on-use ability. Okay. So you don't want to get rid of that item. But anything that's just look only, you can get rid of once the patch hits. I'll have you go through my, help me go through my bags to see what, I'm, what I can get rid of and what oh, I can't. Yeah. So, but what have you been up to in and out of game, McCullough? I've been thinking about game. Pretty impressive. Um, <laughs> I'm actually going to get back to working on uh, getting my flying uh, this week, time permitting. Um, and, yeah, like everybody else, I have been catching them all. I'm fortunate that I can hit a Pokestop from my desk at work. <laughs> so it's pretty great. And we have a really wonderful, supportive group um, that we all Pokey Chat, um, including Dan Kenya, who's in the guild, who I'm lucky enough to work with. So we kind of hang out for the day and say what's what's currently up, and it's fun. We went to we went out with some friends of ours last night and walked a good two and a half, three hours, just hanging out in the 100 plus degree heat and walking around a huge park. So that was fun. Um, so that's kind of been my gaming experience. Still slowly working on the book stuff and that list of food I put in the um, what's in the guild kitchen I'm not kidding I've been baking like a mad woman too many birthdays too many events my kitchen egg is kitchen aid is begging for mercy <laughs> uh, been playing D&D of course that's always fun uh, that's about it geek-wise, and besides that, of course, a lot of working and raising said almost high schooler. That's, that's about it. So um, we're going to be digging into a WoW in just a few minutes and talking about the amazing event that's Summer of Love. But first, let's go ahead and cover this week's news. AIE News. All right. Well, oh. at least that worked. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. All right. Are you interested in the AIE Guild Hall at, Hall at BlizzCon? We have news and ways you can help, even if you're not going to be able to be there to join us. We're at the Anaheim Convention Center Hilton, upstairs at the top of the escalator, and then go left. There'll be signs to help you find it. The Guild Hall will be open at exactly 8 a.m. on Friday, November 4th, Saturday, November 5th, and we'll be closing down when one of the people in charge falls asleep from exhaustion, but most likely before midnight on, um, because Sunday we have to pick everything up. Mewco has stepped up as the Guild Hall coordinator. Thank you so much, Mew. We still need a ton of help and people to help volunteer, including an IT slash AV coordinator, a lead volunteer coordinator, an info desk coordinator, a social media coordinator. I really should have edited this. I didn't say coordinator so much. A decorator committee, Guild Hall setup and breakdown committee, and kid space organizer. Let Mew know how you can help in any way, especially if you're interested in one of the aforementioned positions. We also need uh, 
donations to help cover the expenses of this great gathering. As we get closer, we'll announce details of the AIE Guildhall 2016 fundraiser. Oh, and you want to podcast at BlizzCon? Well, we have you covered there, too. Podcasters of all sorts are welcome to use the hall to record a show as long as you you confirm the time schedule availability, and it must be confirmed with all the staff. That's probably going to be our maybe our social media coordinator. We'll let you know who that's going to be as we get closer. Um, schedule availability is first come, first serve. Podcasters must provide their own equipment, be responsible for its security and setup and breakdown of their gear. A recommended donation of to the guild hall of forty dollars. Sorry, there is a recommendation recommended donation to the guild hall of forty dollars to help cover costs that the guild hall is requesting. In lieu of a donation, podcasters are more than welcome to opt to work as volunteers at the guild hall. Yeah, we're happy to accept slave labor people. And a huge thanks to Belfast, who donated to help make this year's Guild Hall happen. Besides helping pay for the event, uh, he coordinates with the Hilton to make sure we have the space we need. The Guild Hall was first formed back in 2010, and this was his baby. This was his idea. And this tradition has carried on strong through our community. In fact, we have a ton of people that come only for the Guild Hall. They don't have a ticket. They just come to Anaheim that weekend, say I'm going to hang out with some great people and watch the event from the comfort of the hall, be able to get the best seat in the house, and hang out with your AIE guildies. All right. And there is a forum post if you're interested uh, up on, or sorry, a, not a forum post, good lord. It's, a, on our, it's on our main page. Yeah, it's, it's on the blog page. So we got links to that in the show notes. All right. Let's get serious and talk wow here because Tuesday, yes, July sir. 19th, the 7.0.3 pre-Legion patch is going live, thank God. There are numerous changes, not only to classes, but all the in-game systems, including professions, RIP, inscription. Oh, that will never mind. Yeah. Uh, garrison and shipyard missions and more. Wowhead has a wonderful write-up of all the changes that happen when the patch hits. Inventory space seems to be the number one on everyone's list with the new transmog. Collections tab going live. A lot of the items people have been saving up for transmog will now be able to be sold or deleted as the appearance will be captured in the collections tab. Personally, I'm going to keep items with on-use abilities like the Headless Horseman's Helm and the Archon Tournament Tabbird because the transmog closet only gets the appearance not the whole item. Um, all the new class changes and mechanics will be live, including glyphs going away. Sell them before Tuesday, or you can have a bunch of gray stuff in your bank and inventory where they're stored. Also, the new changes and the long with the new changes and the long layoff in Legion, expect many add-on authors to take a bit of time to catch up. There have been some major API rework done and things like tidy Plates, threat plates won't work initially and may not be updated for Legion. Boo! So so you're telling me when stuff doesn't work the way I expect it to, I can't look at you and say, Ted, fix this, because the updates haven't happened to the add-on jet? Exactly. Yep. All right, then. Good to know. Yep. Uh, Takamika Zuch a.k.a. Larry, needs your help with the Remembrance Day fireworks display. Please check the forum thread and respond if you can help or know someone who can. Mew cow. 
gosh, that guy's busy. Is looking for people's opinions for the free company action buffs in Final Fantasy fourteen. For those not familiar, the free company can purchase it purchase 24-hour buffs that activate two at a time for free company members. The ones we usually um, use are the teleportation price reduction, the battle XP increase, the craft XP increase, and sometimes the gather XP increase. The gathering XP increase, sorry. We like to have the teleport teleport one up at all times because everyone can use that with the second buff depending on what's currently going on in the game. Do you want to see a rotation of weekend buffs, the whole week buff, or so you can plan your week, your activities accordingly? Let MewCow know via the forums or on Twitter. He is at the MewCow, and that's cow with a K. All right. And now in space, Star Wars, The Old Republic. And I'll just take a moment to say Rogue One looks so good. <laughs> yes, it does. Oh, my God. I want a trailer, right. but besides that, I'm happy. Yeah. In case you missed it, the Star Wars Celebration live stream, um, which happened this weekend along with everything else Star Wars, which was amazing. Um, they announced Knights of the Eternal Throne. It's confirmed as the next expansion, starting in fall of 2016. Not much more is known beyond this, but there is a teaser picture in the write-up, and more will be forthcoming as we head into fall, and finish up Chapter 16 of Knights of the Fallen Empire. Also, for all players, Chapter 1, Knights of the Fallen Empire, is now free to play without being subscribed. Um, let's see, what else? Oh, yes. Star Wars has released a write-up and pictures of the past five years of the game as celebration for Turning 5. One infographic that caught my eye, they have over 340 hours of voiced storytelling equal to watching all seven Star Wars films 22 times. <coughs> Blizzard. Wait, <coughs> there, there, there's seven Star Wars films? I only remember four. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. don't recognize the first three. <laughs> and speaking of uh, speaking of voice acting, be sure to take a look at Star Wars Escape Pod 150, the producer Ooh. stream and chapter 15 discussion, and Escape Podcast 151, Seema makes a healer out of Max. And anytime <laughs> I see that, I get... Um, Mulan. Mulan. Yes, going through my head. Thank you. Or Rocky make, Horror. <laughs> I'm going to make a man out of you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I listened to the producer stream one. That's really good. And I'm looking forward to the healing one because I know, Sai, uh, you play a healer in Star Wars as well. And you've gotten some really good compliments on your ability to DPS and heal at the same time. So, Oh, really? Yay. Yes. <laughs> I expect oh, yeah, I play a bounty hunter. So, so. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have to tell you, healing between the two uh, games, I love it on Star Wars and the bounty hunter because there's absolutely no way that you can run out of mana, like ever. Yeah. Right. So exactly. it's like, oh yes, bam, everything. <laughs> exactly. Did I ever tell you about the time that Tetsumi? Vikella and I were playing Star Wars, and somehow they talked me into being a healer, and I hate being a healer. Anyway, <laughs> don't ask me to heal. Oh yeah, never mind. I'm playing a healer in D and D. Anyway, uh, Star Trek Online. Let's continue. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> Let's continue our trip in space. We're still trying to find a home for the ship giveaway. So far, no one's responded. But if you want a 
X or an NX light class escort ship. This ship looks like the Enterprise, the ship in the Enterprise TV series. It unlocks the ability to use the NX prefix on all ship serial numbers to denote an experimental prototype. It even comes with a grappler console, which allows you to shoot a grappling hook onto the enemy ship. Please tweet. Are we doing it via Twitter, do Bear? Yep. So tw please tweet the AIE podcast if you are interested. And we do have Captain or RF, RRF, Captain Civil Star Trek news summary for the week ending in 7-17-2016. The Agents of Yesterday expansion released on July 6th and introduced a new retro starship, new missions, and a new captain specialization, Temporal Operative. Players can, can create brand new captains, in the original series era and engage in a storyline that takes them through the 23rd century and beyond. Meet the orig original crew and admire Yeoman Rand's awesome beehive hair, dude. Yeah, it is pretty awesome. Also, the new Calvin Lockbox loot drops will introdu introduce retro T2 through T5 starships, the new T6 starship, uniforms, retro weapons, consoles, and loads of useful stuff. The website lists these and more surprises in exquisite detail. The Agents of Yesterday expansion into the Kelvin timeline will have an amazing cast of voice actors joining our captains in their adventures through this episodic content. Walter Koenig reprises his role as Chekhov, and Chris Doan will fill his father's shoes by playing Montgomery Scotty Scott. In addition, Chase Madison will return and reprise her role as Admiral Lita from the Mirror Universe, and Matt Winston will be making his Star Trek online debut as Agent Davis, originally seen in Star Trek Enterprise in the Star Trek Enterprise TV series. Finally, Joseph Gap will be playing a cyborg crewman 0718, a character from the new Star Trek movies, and will join us on our first adventure into this universe. The Star Trek Online Summer event on Ryza will be ending on July 21st. There's still time to do the daily events to win prize vouchers for vanity pets, vintage beachware, you know that has me interested, updated mini power boards, jetpacks, and so much more. Also, be sure you have collected your last prize voucher for the annual summer event, Zorgon Zephyus. I apologize for the misspelling, no? Borgon. Borgon, wow. Zephyus, heavy on escort. Two more temporal agent backstories, My Own Worst Enemy and Aftershocks, were released on the website blog. They fill in the important details of the Mirror Universe, Vorgon, and the uh, New Call environment involvement in the upcoming gameplay. Read them now to be forewarned and prepared. They're both a great read. Also, Sweet new to temp temporal agent T6 starships were added to both the Lovi store and the C store for the story arc as well. Make AIE classes starship great again. The AIE classes starship, sorry, fleet starbase is seeking contributions of materials and duty officers from the AIE fleet mates. Donations assisting in the building of the Starfleet's base and other fleet holdings up to their full potential. Check out the fleet holding tab in the fleet's in-game menu and a truly massive number of ui and player quality of life improvements and fixes were released over the last few weeks as well players are encouraged to check out news patch notes forums and commentary and more on the star trek online website StarTrekOnline.com. all right and more news from 
Really? Mew? Who we may be appointing the AIE news director if he keeps this up. The Writers of Icarus Beta is open to the public. The game is free to play, so feel free to join us on on Steam or the direct client. We have a group of AIE folks on the Bayless, B-A-E-L-L-A-S server, most of which has greater access to help get newcomers into the guild. Since this is just a beta and not a GURP-supported game, we do not require Umami registration to be up-to-date, but that may change depending on the interest. There are mounts and pets, and mounts that become pets, and dungeons, and it's very easy to learn. The story is great, and every class has a hunter option. Well, of course, because... So, okay, so instead of every weapon's a hunter weapon, every class has a hunter hunter option. Got it. All right. And in coordinating with the Summer of Love, we plan to hold an in-game raffle for Legendary Founder Packs, which is a real-life $250 value. The planned cost is one gold per ticket, and you must have a Steam account in order to claim the Founder's Code. And since this is a soft opening, your characters will not be wiped. And I originally thought I had that as whipped, so I had to make sure it was correct. Well, they won't be wiped or whipped. Hey. <laughs> Either way, it's good. All right. And now let's get back with uh, Cyrene and Gussie Tail to talk about AIE and WoW. And, of course, the Summer of Love. Well, before we talk about WoW, we're here. Um, Gusty, since this is the first time you've been on the show, and I just want to point out that she's not an officer. She's just a regular, normal guild member. Um, so I just thought I'd ask you a few questions. So I know you have tunes and multiple guilds. Uh, What's your experience been like joining AIE and playing with uh, guild members um, in a guild this size? And what's the best thing that you like about being part of AIE? Well, I was invited to AIE by Liskey, who was the former tank in my former raid guild. And I was frankly a bit intimidated about joining a massive outfit like AIE, but it's really been a great fit. Um, I've been raiding with two AIE guild uh, raid teams this expansion, as well as with my main guild, Lunacy. And um, I just love being able to find guildies ready and willing and already, you know, getting going on heroics, mythics, and various mischief um, things going on. <laughs> there's, there's just always something going on in guild chat with people saying, hey, we're going to do this. Anyone want to come along? Um, and I... Just, um, I also love the events that AIE puts, like Summer of Love coming up, that help members accomplish things that they haven't been able to do on their own. Well, that's awesome. Well, yeah, we're glad we are, you're here. We <laughs> and thank you are. for Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, and you know, thank you, thank you for joining the shenanigans. That is one of the great things with AIE is there's always people around. There's always people wanting you to do stuff, and as long as you're paying, kind of paying attention to that and getting involved, it really is a fun place to get to know people. Yeah, there was a wedding in Stormwind uh, not too long ago. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> no, we haven't done that before ever. No, ever, ever. I hadn't. <laughs> It's a good time. It's it's kind of an AIE tradition to just take over Stormwind for for the weddings. Because you know what? If they didn't want to have weddings there, they wouldn't have put a chapel there. Right? Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we're counting down days, literally now, to the pre-patch for Legion, since it's on Tuesday. Two. Um, <laughs> two days. Hours. <laughs> hours. Yeah, hours. Counting down the hours now. It, it, you know. Um, so I think to start with, we should recap some of the best things that we liked about Warlords. I mean, we're switching over from our current X-Pack to a new one. And so, um, personally, I like the concept of the garrisons and the shipyards. 
I know that there could have been things that could have made them a little bit better, um, but it was something completely new that was added to the game that added um, something optional. Um, at the beginning, it seemed like you had to do it because of professional mats and stuff, but as the expansion wore on, it really became more of an optional, um, and then they gave you uh, various ways to play it, you know, with the treasure missions and stuff like that. Um, but I really hate to say this, but the Alliance and Garrisons were so much prettier oh, than yeah. the Horde ones. No, uh, they, just they look are. more savage. It's okay. There's little fountains and and everything. Oh, so I hate to say cute, but they are. Um, no, <laughs> it's a different aesthetic, definitely. And um, they're laid out better too. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, I think. And their shipyard is a lot uh, cooler too. It's it's laid out a little bit better, a little bit yeah. more condensed, but. Oh, that's um, because they didn't have to carve out a harbor out of you know where the last <laughs> ship crashed. Right. <laughs> There's that. Um, but some of the other things I liked were some of the new mechanics that came up with boss fights and raiding. I do a lot of raiding and wow, um, like uh, jumping in the construct for Sokathar, um, the craziness of heroic Archie. If you haven't done it, there's so many different mechanics going on in that fight. Um, and even dodging the Pop Tarts and the Hans and Franz fight. Um, <laughs> oh, that is fun. If once you, you get know, used to it, it's fun. The stamps and the and the pop tarts and the rolling yeah, conveyor yeah. belts and so I was just kind of wondering what what do you guys think of the last expansion? What were some of your highlighted? I um, think as always they do a good time, do a good job with the story pieces of things. But I will say this is the first time that I pretty much gave myself a wow holiday. I probably have not been playing for a good four four months, as you know, Sai. I've not been popping on except for occasionally to do guild stuff. Um. And I think it was well-intended, but I don't think they really planned out what they were going to do with it well. But, and, and, you know, I hate to be negative. I really do. Yeah, no, I, I think what happened is that they had a – I really think when someday somebody's going to write the behind the, behind the blizzard, um, you know, what really happened story, I think shifting the movie – to when they did for the release date, which, you know, thank God they did, because otherwise it would have been buried by Star Wars. Um, I think that really affected their planning for what they had planned for Warlords, and then all the stuff that they were looking at for Legion took them a lot longer than they thought. But, yeah, because once Hellfire came out, the story just stopped, and so there wasn't anything... You know, there wasn't anything to keep logging in for story-wise. It wasn't like the 5-1 or 5-2 progression from Missa Pandaria. And I think that was my that was my big biggest disappointment. The The raiding was fun, but it was either you raided, you PvP'd, or you sat in your garrison and made gold. I mean, just, you know, you, you got a little burned out at the end, I think. What about you, Gusty Tail? Uh, well... I 100% agree that the Alliance has prettier-looking garrisons. I've got uh, a few um, on. I, I had time because of the long expansion to raise some Alliance um, up to 100, and they're on what's Convert to Raid over on Area mm-hmm. Awesome. And um, yep. it, it really is gorgeous over there. But I have to say that the Dirty Spiky Horde is still my home. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. And um, I'm really going to actually miss my followers, like Garona, mm-hmm. who took so long to get. Um, and, oh God, and then yes. the ones you get from the from the inn um, recruited people like Ken Ken. And I love the names of some of the random recruits like Christian Nairn and yep. Selena Kyle. 
and and then of course uh, Leroy Jenkins, right? <laughs> so fun. Um, and then I actually really loved both of the starting zone end quests. Um, I just yeah. I thought they were glorious. I mean, even after raising ten alts, this has been a real alt-heavy expansion. Um, yeah. Finishing up the one in Frostfire, I like literally I shout Lactar with Gnar. <laughs> yes. Every time. And um, I was disappointed though by how quickly many of the warlords in Warlords just came and went. I mean, yeah. yes. Orgrim, we hardly knew ye, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And, we're, um, we, were, we were actually talking about that. I think the only two that got good story beats at all were Blackhand because he was the final boss of, mm-hmm. um, of you know, his dungeon and uh, Kilrog Deadeye because he actually mm-hmm. was far enough in the dungeon. And the nice thing with Kilrog was you got to rescue Ariok, which was the guy that was with you the whole time in the, you know, in the very beginning. Yeah. So That's, that was really that cool. That kind of stuff I love. But Kargath, I thought Kargath was, was like, cool. And then he, he was just like, like yeah. He was, yeah. he, his, 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 like, pre-patch little cartoon comic there, I was like, oh, my God, we need to get him to fight with us. He is so powerful. Yeah. Right. And then, boom, down, first one. Yeah, yeah first first boss, and then Nerzul had, like, nothing, you know, died in a dungeon somewhere. Yeah, it was just, yeah. they, they really was, just, like, dropped the story on some of them. If they, they had, had great said ideas. Something, well, something like, you know, oh, you know, Cadgar, uh, he knows what Nerzul is going to do, so we need to take him out right away. But he lets Gul'dan get away, because yeah. that lets out, you know, but, but just to even briefly say that, it would have meant so much. Right. And, uh, and uh, right now, um, I am really excited, though, for, like, you guys, for the pre-expansion patch and especially the new transmog system because uh, we're all yeah. about the mog, right? So, like, every raid, yeah. every raid night, it's always like, ooh, you've got new mog. Oh, good. Well, let's wait for 10 minutes and, you know, do the 24-minute timer for the Warlocks. We can all examine each other's uh, right. transmog. That's what about transmog or something that transmog before every raid or something? Yeah. 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 Like, right. oh, check out my new mog. Oh, look, I got blue on this week. And, oh, look, I'm doing red. And it's like, oh, that's so right. pretty. As a clothes loving human being in real life, I love that. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're going to love the, the transmog closet because you can save outfits and then you just click one button and it Ooh. changes the whole outfit. I'm going to love that, especially for when you change specs to be able to have it automatically yes. switch so that you know if you're going in and you're not resto and you're feral. I'm like, where did all my mana go? <laughs> exactly. That, that can be a little disappointing. And um, I'm also looking forward to um, having time to get a firm hold on all the talent changes so that I can be ready when Blizzard starts unlocking more content with the invasions. And, you know, having been through um, Lich King and Kata, where the, those pre-events were, you know, really kind of fun. And uh, <laughs> I just remember, like, taking over different areas when Alliance and Horde all became ghouls in Lich King. <laughs> I, I still have on my druid, um, my main, uh, the Haunted Memento in my guild yes. bank. In my, or my personal bank. So I, I never got when they nerfed that, but I, yeah, I had them on several characters, and I've gradually given most of them away, but I still keep a couple because they're great. And, um... Yep. I'm uh, looking forward to August 30th launch, and but right next week I'll be rolling a gnome hunter because whoa, love hunters, and I can't yes. wait. 
And um, I'm also like working on picking out just a really good name for my demon hunter. And uh, does everybody know that you can get an early start on your demon hunter if you pre-purchase yes. Legion? Because like, check, check box. Yep. And the other thing is the fell blades from the demon hunter are right now BOP and you can only get them during the pre-event. So, th yeah, they're looking at how to fix that for people that, you know, got physical copies and aren't going to have their keys until August 30th. But right now, yeah, you want to get in early and, and get your um, get your yeah. expansion unlocked. I, I pre-bought Legion for my main account, and I've already, I think I used one of my 100 boosts already because I, I used it on the Alliance side. I'm like, I'm going to have at least a 100 on the Alliance so I can see both stories. Um, yeah, but I haven't boosted. I haven't got it for my second account yet. I'm I'm still debating. I'm like, uh, do I really need 24 tunes on the horde side? <laughs> yes, yes, you do. <laughs> yeah, one so. spec that, that'll get you close. You'll then just be missing eight specs, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't I haven't bought it yet. Um, that's uh that's a that's a kind of we'll we'll wait and see. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, and McCullough still needs to use her level 90 boost that she got from Warlords on her turn. I think I'll use it on a Paladin healer. Wait, what is, I don't like healers. <laughs> it's Oi. okay, you can change them. You don't have to keep them as a healer. True. All right, good idea. So, um, guess what is coming up else? So we've all talked about it several times tonight, but Summer of Love. Uh, this year's Summer of Love is going to be the first week of August. So it's August 1st through the 7th. Um, right now, the schedule's kind of slim, people. We need some help here. Uh, but Tuesday um, is going to be the August 2nd, which is the community-wide uh, observance of our annual Remembrance Day. Um, for those that might have been new to the Guild in the past year don't know what that is, um, it's basically a, a day that we set aside and we honor those of us um, from AIE, from the whole community that have uh, fallen in real life. Um, each game division usually has a place that they meet. Um, wow, we meet at the Shrine of the Fallen Warrior in Northern Barrens. Um, and this, it basically came up as um, one of our older guild members way back in the day had passed away. Uh, Bruce, um, who was also known as Millie Way. Yep. I think and that so, was the first time I ever saw AIE as a guild. Like, no, I went into Orgrimmar and there was just this massive parade yeah. going all around, and I, it was just like, "What? What is this? This? Yeah, this is amazing." Yeah, no, um, it um, it's a beautiful event, and it, it you know it's very meaningful, and it is something that where Earthen Ring can see just not just the force of AIE, but the love we have for our community. Yeah, it's a beautiful um, event. It is, and it'll be um, it'll be in Mumble, AIE Mumble. So you want to make sure you get in Mumble um, that night. Um, and there'll be people that'll be talking and um, doing what you know the, what we do for that. And uh, like Gussie said, usually we we do a, a march back to Ogremar and and do that. Um, but over the past several years that we've been doing this, it's gotten to the point where uh, people on the server know when it's coming up, and we've had people from other guilds actually join us and and kneel before the the shrine and take part of it. Um, of course, there's always some hasslers, but um, for the most part, the server's pretty respectful about it. So that's been pretty cool, too. It, it's weird, because it is somehow a unintended recruiting event, because other people in the server see it going on and react sometimes very positively to it and will join us. 
That's pretty cool. And uh, it's also going to be time for another episode of Creamy Orange Otter Pop. Yeah, there will be Coop on Friday night during the summer of love because we love our Alliance brethren and we want to hug them and squeeze them to death because nothing says love like dancing on the bones of your enemies, right? Exactly. Of course. And trying out all the new PvP specs, so... (laughs) Right, that's that's about that. right. Yeah, right. <laughs> just, just because, you know, we can. <laughs> it should be interesting, though, with the pre-patch. I wonder if uh, the guards are going to be boosted to 110 instead of 100. Oh, that would be rough. <laughs> that, that would be interesting. That yeah. We need to recruit, recruit more people. We need multiple raids, guys. Everybody needs to show up in force. Yeah. Definitely. We'll see how that plays out, though. It would be I nice to have it be a little more exciting. Yeah. yeah. Be I don't a know. Bit more challenging. I don't know if them being boosted up to one ten is, is would would it count as exciting or maybe a massacre? Or, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> it could be bad guys. It could be good though if we still win though. Be like, look how tough we are. Oh yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. And, 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 exactly. It'll entrench our determination to come back when we hit one ten. Like we'll be bad guys. Back. Yeah. <laughs> And the, the thing to remember with Coop, by the way, is if you don't get into the main group that is getting the achievement, we need support groups. Bring uh, the support group actually is a blast. My first Coop run, there wasn't room enough in the main group for me, which was fine. I had signed up late, what have you, or just showed up, I don't recall. Uh, but it was one of, one of those support groups, and it's fun. You feel really like what you're doing matters in the game, which is fun. You know, you're you're blasting the guards, you're trying to thwart the alliance. And for those that might think it's griefing, well, they put an achievement in there for it, so they want us to do this, right? <laughs> right. They must. You the, the last one, uh, we didn't run into much um, opposition, and so the leaders decided to go to Ashran and like we snuck in uh, back of that. And then somebody discovered that the portal in Ashran takes you work. to the Lion's side and it works for Horde. They just we weren't expecting Horde players. And oh my God, the people's faces when we went through to Tanan and like two people came through <laughs> and they're like, ha ha, let's pounce on them. And then 50 people came out. <laughs> I know. I was part of that. That was That's a nice trap. I like it. Yeah, the portal worked. It was like, holy crap. I, I'm not yeah. much for PvP usually, but that really was pretty funny. So, yeah, yeah, that's great. That hilarious. So, Sai, what are we doing Saturday night? Well, Saturday night, the Bra Ray team and the DOA Ray teams um, that Ellen and I run are going to be joining forces, and we're going to be hosting an old-school raid night. So we're inviting everyone to the guild um, unfortunately, I think you have to be level 90 to get through the doorway, um, so that kind of hinders us a little bit, but uh, we're going to be doing Siege of Ogremar Raid on Heroic Mode, and we're going to be doing all of the raid achievements. Um, we so, the last couple of weeks. Yeah, we practiced right. it last night. Which was um, a good thing, because there were a few mechanics where we were like, whoa, what was that? Oh, crap, we screwed that one up. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's, it's a great way if you have a shaman and you haven't gotten the Dark Shaman Transmog set yet, um, that's on personal loot. It's like a separate loot table. So all of the so shamans get it, comes, yeah, yeah. or none of them, except for Ron Murray, because, you know, Rama never gets it. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, we had, we, we, had, we had three shamans the last time we ran it. None of them saw it. Yeah, it's, it's hit or miss. Um, yeah. But 
the bonus is, is that if we make it through all of the achievements, uh, you get the reins of the Galacris mount, which is the dragon boss when you hit the shores of Ogremar. Mm-hmm. Um, we did find out how the one of the achievements makes you go in there at least three times, and that's the Paragon one. Yes. So if you have the ability to solo that and can pick up a couple of that, because you have to get like three of the Paragons, um, you might want to try and get that one in advance, because that's going to be a little hard to do as like massive groups. But um, however many groups we have to split up into, we can take up to 25 in each group, and um, we're just going to go massive out... Um, killing everything and going through the raid and trying to get people to mount and hopefully we'll get a lot of glory to the, the horse. Is it glory, glory <laughs> of the... I just got it. I just posted it on Twitter yesterday too because I just got it last night. No. Whatever the raider is. Glory of the raider <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this, is, this is where we're going to need um, Gildy's help though because the officers are not the only people who can host events and nope. we have lots of other days and lots of openings during the week where we could have events like costume contests, we did that once before, war games, and the ever-popular running of the beef. It was gnomes last time, so yeah. And maybe even a suggestion for an all-druid run of ICC or all-pally or all-hunter or something like that. I've done all-hunter runs. It's so (laughs) funny. Well, I'm just like, druids, you can do all three. Pallies, you can easily do all three. Hunters, you just get your pets out and <laughs> it's really pretty fun to see happen. <laughs> um, I'm sure other classes can do it too. And just like whoever, you know, if, if you are really enthusiastic about your class, maybe, you know, you'd need one tank from something else and just, but all the rest of your people and just seeing everybody's spells or abilities going off all at once can just be really amusing. There, there can be serious fights over transmog, but other than that, um, it, right. it's, it's great fun. And um, so if anyone's interested in hosting or helping with a guild event, please contact Cyrene. And if possible, be sure to include a left shark because yes. she can never have enough left sharks. I think she's only got a couple hundred now. So Sign let's do left sharks. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you can also contact any other officer at officers at wow.aie-guild.com. Org, and this is your chance to give back to our community and to have fun while doing it. Yeah. But if you do contact the other officers, please make sure you still also send that left shark. It's vital. I've counted these. No, to her. I've, I've had to send these to my bank all on my other account. <laughs> I've had to buy additional bank tabs. I have two guild bank tabs and then some. I have over 270 left sharks that the guild has sent to me in but various think forms. And they do things. not stack at all. So there has to be, like, you know, I have an idea. There has to be an achievement for having the most left sharks, so let's make sure you get it. Well, when I, ha- when I hit the 150 mark, I sent out a tweet showing a guild tab full of left sharks. Now I'm over 270. No, yeah, I'm yeah. people clearly not enough. I've decided that every brand new demon hunter that I invite into the guild at during Legion is getting a left shark in the mail. Welcoming gift. That's amazing. That's what I'm doing. I'm just gonna do invites and I'm gonna say, Oh, you're a demon hunter, here you go. Left shark in the mail. Oh left shark. I love it. That's I want awesome. to see that if I can get rid of all of them. I wonder if I can invite 270 people and demon hunters. And- Probably. <laughs> Probably. 
we got you back with replacing those left sharks if you could. I'm sure you <laughs> one of my raiders that's recently come back to the game, Woodsilver, he went out and he's like, Yeah, he spent the entire weekend buying out the entire auction house of left sharks and sent me like fifty of them one day. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> It's better than a dead mole. Better thing, good lord. Or bad guano. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the bad guano, yeah. <laughs> Milk in the guild bank. Oh no, 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 no. Don't invoke Shojo. <laughs> yeah. Shojo, I'll shoot us. Um, but anyway, last, like Gusty said, anybody can hold a guild event in the guild. You don't have to be an officer to do it. You don't have to be, you know, um, in the guild for years to be able to do it. Right. Um, anybody can host an event. Just run it through the officers to make sure it doesn't, like, violate our policies or anything. But other than that, I mean, we need people to step up and do this stuff. We officers can't do everything, especially with Legion coming up and people coming back to the guild. We're so busy as it is. Um, but... Even just guild events, um, anybody can submit an article to our website for the blog. Um, you want to see the articles on the front page? I mean, really, you're seeing all these articles about Eve. There's tons of stuff about WoW. Write one about WoW and submit it. We want you guys to be more involved. So hop to it, write the articles, send them in to us, email them to the officers. We'll do the hard work and we'll edit them yeah. and copy them and paste them on there. We have a whole editor's group that will post them on the website. Just send us the, you know, your letters and, and your articles and send them in and we'll get them posted up there. But um, we, you know, this is a chance for a community. If you write or anything, send us something. Um, even if you want to do like a, a weekly story, short story or something and, you know, do it a, a series like they do in magazines or something, just send us something. Something we can post on the website that, you know, people want to read it and we need it. We need it out there. And the game news doesn't, all, or the news doesn't only have to be about WoW. It could be any game that AIE is involved in. Also yep. true. All right. So, guys, that is our show for tonight. Well, the chat room begins suggesting uh, titles. We want to thank Cyrene and Gutsy Tales for joining us so much. Um, Cyrene, if you want to find these lovely ladies, uh, size at Cyrene AIE on Twitter. And Gutsy Tale is at ZeusMom2010. All right, and if you have a question or comment about our show, you can email us at podcast at aie-guild.org. You can follow us on Twitter. The show is at aiepodcast. McCullough is at Cyberwave, and Tatsumi is at Ivory Tiger. We record live at, with video every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, <laughs> 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us on our website, uh, we actually have changed it, so the easiest way is go to aie-guild.org, and at the top there's a podcast drop-down, and it says live stream. Click that one, and you can join us. And also links to our Rocket Chat community. It's aie.community, and you log in with your Umami name and password, and you get right in and join us. Um, our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul, or visit his website at Keys with Soul. Dot com. <laughs> all right, and it's time to play all the great AIE member segments we received this week, including, well, possibly an Altida segment from you, depending on what time he gets able to get it out. And, and if you want to submit a segment, we'd love to hear from you. And a huge shout-out to both Sybil and MewCow, who were kind enough to provide the news for um, most of the games this week. We love you guys. Thank you so much for your support. Next time, we're talking to Ducks about Lord of the Rings online. So until then, AIE, this is Makala. This is Tetsemi. 
And this has been the AIE Podcast.